Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, we're back with more Ryutama. But first, I want to remind everyone that A Woman with Hollow Eyes ends funding this week on Tuesday. We're currently $4,000 away from being able to offer everyone involved with the project a raise. It's going to be close, but anything is possible in the last 48 hours of a Kickstarter. Funding wraps up Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time, so get your pledge in and the word out. Before we get to this episode, I'd like to take a moment to thank our backers on Patreon. John Adamus! John Adamus! John Adamus! Uh, this is probably going up way after his Kickstarter has ended, but I will bet you that Noir World is still available. John has put together an amazing system in Noir World, and he's been involved in so many other great game-related projects as an editor. Yeah, he's like the dude. John's a great guy. <laughs> John, we sincerely love you. Uh, thank you for your support. Thank you so much. Leopold, thank you. Megan Dolan, thank you. Jared Anderson, thank you. Jeremiah Nate. Jeremiah Nat, yeah. Thank you, Jeremiah. Lowell oh. Troyer. Yep, Lowell Troyer. Thank you. Justin Cummings, thank you. Kristen Lambert, thank you. Scott M, thank you. Jeff Lewis, thank you. Rosie Fratter, thank you. Freighter? I think so. Yeah, Rosie Freighter. Thank you. Troy Lewis. Thank you. Sam Witch. Thank you. Matthew Carroll. Thank you. Emily Kenyon. Thank you. David. Thank you. Thanks again to all of our backers on Patreon. As a quick note, this policy changed through all of us for a loop, both backers and creators. As a person who backs a lot of different creators on Patreon for small amounts myself, I'm extremely frustrated with the policy change. But I also depend on Patreon for my living. And until there's a viable alternative, that's not going to change. So I heartily thank everyone who stayed on as a patron. It means the world to us. Also, if you are a dice backer, this is the last opportunity that you have to fill out your form in order to get your dice for 2017. With all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. I have come from a great darkness. To be shaped. To be shaped? Okay. In, in what sense? There's another pulse through the earth, and it sounds like the grinding of stones. It sounds like the creaking of iron against iron. It, it doesn't like hurt you and, or sting your ears, but it is jarring to you. Did you come alone? Yes. Mine is a life of solitude. That sounds sad. Are you sad? I have no use for sadness. Okay. I've got some friends. We're going to talk for a minute, and I'm going to be right back. I will wait as I have waited. Appreciated. You're a good friend. And I turn and step back out of the smoke. <laughs> June, are you okay? I think so. I did just get talked to by a rock, though. <laughs> So, a rock? Yes, yeah, space rock from beyond the stars. Oh, I can get sound like? a spirit plus intelligence roll from somebody if if you would like to try and know more about this sort of thing. Uh, yes. Yeah, eight and four for me. I'm a dumb, dumb dummy. What do we know about space? <laughs> I got a three. I assume I have the wrong idea. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> Seven. Okay. Three, also seven. Space seven. is a place. Okay. I know that. God, what stories have you been told? I mean, that falling stars are from Wish 
granting and like that yeah this, this has to be the answer to somebody's wish and this like, is a genie this is where genies yeah, come that from makes sense they because you wish upon falling stars and they fall to the ground so uh-huh. this is must be a genie egg ah yes oh. and it makes sense that genies would hatch from like rad hard-edged looking eggs that glow and stuff absolutely uh you guys are a little bit better informed um and by better informed you've heard folk stories uh you've Heard folk stories of, of, of great heroes that forged stars into fine blades, of blacksmiths that, that have turned stars into horseshoes that have allowed horses to run without stopping, um, shields that, that could not be penetrated, uh, chains that could restrain dragons, all different manner of metal objects that could be forged from stars, which always sort of struck you as ridiculous because a star is a little bright shining thing in the sky that that just must be stories that, that that some country folk have come up with yet you saw this thing fall from the sky at least according to june it is iron it says that it is here to be shaped did it say what it wanted to be shaped as when i asked i heard grinding sounds oh that's probably the oh. genie trying to hatch out of it Maybe. Oh, oh, Ichi. Maybe it needs our help. I think I, that it might. I think it but... does. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, and then we get wishes. Well, it sure. Sees that he's supposed to live a solitary existence, and there's something about that that makes me kind of sad. Oh, yeah. Seems like a lonely guy. I don't want him to just get turned into some tool and then forgotten about. Hmm. Well... I wonder how long it takes to cool down so we can we can take him with us. Yeah, he's definitely way too hot to touch right now. Yeah, Ichi. <laughs> you saw him already like, <laughs> headed towards so the smoke. His hand stops. He looks over. Ichi, burn your Ichi, if right you off. touch the genie eggs, they won't hatch. Really? The mama genie won't come back. Well, that's yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Ichi's learning a lot about genies right now. Yes. So uh, you guys have this red hot piece of iron in front of you. What tools could you possibly use? What what ideas do you have uh, to move it? If uh, that is indeed your intention. Well, uh, two of us have sticks that I'm aware of. Got some um, rope that'll burn right off. Right, and I guess our sticks are made of wood, so that's yep. not ideal. Hmm. I've got a couple water skins. We could try to pull that Ooh. on, see if it cools them down. That's a good idea. We could give him if he wants a bath or something. Yeah, is there maybe there's um water nearby we can yeah, so you don't yeah. use all your drinking water, yeah. Yeah, I think you guys must have camped near a river. That way you weren't, that you know, dragging sense. water a great distance for cooking and all that. Yeah. Get like a really big leaf. Hi, hey, buddy, how do you feel about water? I am impartial to elements as I am to all things. The only meeting is to be shaped. We, we're going to get to that emotional core of you, buddy. We're going to get there. An emotional core is acceptable. I... Oh, I have an idea. Um, Mr. Uh, Rock, uh, Genie, Egg Guy, I, um... You are, you are very, very warm. And could you... Could you not? Perhaps it is within my capability. As I broke through your atmosphere, I heated beyond... 
levels that carbon beings would be able to safely contact. Does anyone know what that meant? I would not advise physical contact as it would damage your carbon. See, he's Don't very touch lonely. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He just no. wants to be touched. Yeah, so let's start with water, I guess. Yeah. He's it- impartial to it. That means he's not He's not against he it. He doesn't not like it, yeah. Ichi, can you help us get water? Sure. And we'll find the biggest leaf you can. Yeah. <laughs> he looks up through this lattice work of uh of trees and spies the perfect enormous leaf, mm-hmm. just mm. a impossible precarious distance up. Yeah, I and think is already is spinning his trusty grappling. Well, hook. Th- it's not even oh. up because like for the the a half mile or so, all the trees are flattened. Oh, so yeah, that's right. I, I think in the spring like world, like there are just these sort of lush, fatty leaves that are like similar to banana leaves. So mm. like in some places they can use them mm. as plates and whatnot. And so you, you just cut down a bunch of these and you've got yeah, this, this, looks like, good. this sort looks good. of thick blanket of, of juicy leaves. Uh, the strongest and swiftest among you, uh, I would need a strength and dexterity check to push through this sort of fiery ring and approach this talking piece of metal. I reckon that's probably Meg. I've got a six and a six. Oh, no. My dex is four. So. Yeah, I've got a four and an eight. So I'm uh, four that's and six. you, June. All righty. Yeah, Which is it. appropriate that the farmer's son has yeah. like... Oh. Four. So you enter. I, I think you had a plus one from your handkerchief, but it is hot in here. And I, I think you get affected by like the flames a little bit. So I'm going to say that your condition is, is affected by this. I'm going to say you're going to move down to a six condition just because it, it, it took a lot of effort to get here. Um, but you are within uh, this sort of fiery area. You, you, you can feel very quickly uh, through your boots. Uh, it is warm, so you won't be able to stay here long. But you do have these water skins, and you pour them over uh, this large hot piece of metal. And like Now that you're next to it, it appears to be pure iron, about the size of you. The bright, hot red glow from earlier has cooled to a dull orange on its own, just being like on the ground. And as you pour the water over this, it hisses immediately as soon as it makes contact, and steam billows up. Sweat gathers on your brow as you go about this hard work of cooling it down. Eventually, like, after you go through, like, three water skins, it is cool enough for you to wrap this leaf blanket that has been constructed for you around this piece of metal. Now, I need a strength check from you to see if you would be able to pick it up on your own. It's strength plus agility or plus dexterity. There we go. Six. Six. Okay. I think on your own, it is going to be hard. And and you realize that. It's like, I could probably do it, but man, oh man, would it be hard to move with this thing. There has to be a more intelligent way of doing this. So what what do you do with when confronted with this problem? So I realize that I'm not going to be able to pull this out. Not on your own. Not on least. my own. I I leave the blanket secured around it and step back out to consult with everyone mm-hmm. because I'm smart enough to know that I'm kind of stupid. 
So, I'm not going to be able to pull that thing out alone. It's pretty heavy. They, they're pretty heavy. It's a person in there. So, we're, I'm going to refer to them that way. But also, I don't know how best to get it out. You know, on the farm, we'd probably use an animal or something, but we don't have any pack animals down here. Yeah. Uh, Ichiro, you know your way around, you know, scampering. You seem to make a lot of little traps, devices, that sort of thing. I don't know if you've got anything. Yeah, um, I'm working on something. You can see that Ichiro is scratching in the dirt with the end of a stick. (laughs) And if you look closely, rather than like a silly kid doodle, it's like a well-drafted schematic for a litter that you could pull stuff with made out of, like, sticks and rope and available materials. Because, like, this kid's got, like, an eight intellect. Like, he's, he's like, a really smart little smart, kid. Smart, but not wise. Just yeah. u- uses it for dumb stuff all the time. He's but, curious. Yeah, so this is... He's he's cooking up some Calvin tech here. Okay, oh. that looks like a good move. I, I think we could build that. Ichiro, that's... Really good. good. Wait, hold on. It's not quite done. And then he puts like these rad horns on it. Yeah. Flames on the side. Yeah. Yeah. It's spiky. (laughs) Always better if it's spiky. That's that's how you can tell if something's cool. All right. I guess let's get to work. He's not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Spikes are pretty cool. All right. Uh, Spoiler alert. The rock's pretty spiky. It's pretty cool. So you guys all like need to work together in order to construct this thing from Ichi's vision. So. I am going to say, we'll, we'll do this a special way. You are working on constructing something that, that has a lot of moving parts. So I'm going to set the difficulty at being able to do this very difficult, which you will need a 12 total. But you will be able to each contribute one stat to this. Okay. So uh, you just need to describe for me how you are helping in this thing's construction justifying that contribution based on the stat that you wish to contribute. Well, Ichiro obviously can point out what the best materials for each part of the design would be. Uh, and I suppose the quality of the design in the first place is part of that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sort of guide the like, okay, so now we need something like this to add to this part to make this connect here and blah, blah, blah. All right. So if you need leaves for materials, I've got you sorted. Yeah, I can extrude a lot of leaves. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think it is. It is not just leaves. He needs a certain plant that can like be cracked open to create a slick coating on the bottom of the leaves to yep. make it easier to drag this object across the ground. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna oil the treads on this thing. So, so what stat are you contributing? Depending on how I approach this, I could either use spirit to produce leaves with my magic. Ooh, uh, because that is a spell I have. Oh, extrude one cubic meter of leaves. Uh, yeah, that's rad as hell. Uh, I love it. Maybe you um, can make the oiliest leaves. Yeah, I think I can get those oily leaves. I think spirit is is cool. absolutely perfect. Uh, Meg, how are you contributing? Uh, so I could either do spirit or intelligence. Uh, intelligence being able to identify materials that are going to be good and helpful, or spirit because Momo is management. And Spirit is strength of conviction. She's very good at bossing you around and telling you exactly what to go get. And stop me from changing the design <laughs> all the time. Yeah, I'm like, oh, but we could, we could do this. <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. No more revisions. That is, that is not helpful. <laughs> yeah. I think that is perfect. Uh, everybody roll your preferred die and uh, tell us the results. If we get two sixes or two max rolls here. No! Oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> Rob and I both rolled ones <laughs> on our eight-sided dice. We're so bad at this. Momo got a five. Okay, so... this goes about as bad as it possibly can. A seven out of the 12 that you oh. needed. It, it, there's just not the right materials in the area, and like every one of you is like, a substitution will be fine. Yeah, and sorry, no! I could only get crunchy leaves. They're not slick. And I think not only do you not have the right materials to make this thing, that the smoke is like sort of dying down a little bit, you are so engrossed in the task of constructing these things that you didn't notice that in the time that you have run around getting these materials, you have become surrounded. And as like you're looking over those things, one of you, the most alert of you, or perhaps the most passively alert of you, like sort of looks up and you can see beady eyes from the surrounding wood uh, that have covered themselves in dried grasses and different uh, tribal markings. So I, uh, I figure Ichiro is desperately trying to redesign the thing to account for all the nonsense that's happening with, uh, <laughs> with the materials. We have to change this angle. No, and then can't. if I put no. this part over here and, I, and I, I sort of look up and I see all this and, and then I'll do this. And we can substitute this. Oh, hi, guys. And then, oh, did it, ah! <laughs> I need an intelligence uh, plus spirit roll from somebody to identify exactly what these creatures surrounding you are. Yeah, you, you should do it. I'm definitely, Ichi, what are you, why aren't you looking at me when I'm talking to you? This is, is not going to do. I have an eight. Seven. Seven. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So you guys both, I think. Being, you know, from from the fall continent, um, you probably have more aggressive species of neko goblins around the area. You recognize these as koneko goblins, which are smaller than neko goblins, less dangerous, usually more docile, but they they can be dangerous if you rile them. They're also not particularly smart, but ca- calling out around you, you you can hear. Uh, the rough language of the Neko goblins back and forth. There's a little bit of like <laughs> that they're they're calling towards each other, and and one approaches you. You will give up our prize, yeah? You you prize? There's a prize? Yes, the stars fell into our forest, and it is our prize. Um, um actually, they're a they're a person, right? That's what you said. They, they are a uh-huh. person. They're very emotionally closed off, but they're a person and they are my friend. So I'm not going to let you have them. Yeah, I'm I'm so sorry, guys. Uh... Um, would you be willing to take a substitution in the form of a song? Um, there is sort of like a moving back and forth between the two. A different prize, not a person. People are troublesome prizes. They scream. Songs are less troublesome sometimes. It sort of like narrows its eyes um, as it sort of lazily bats at its own tail back and forth a little bit. What sort of song? Oh, June's got all kinds of songs. You could like even pick one. Oh. How's a festival song sound? Um, a real foot stomper. The Neko goblins love the idea of a festival song, but as you say, foot thumper, they go... They, like, bristle a little bit. Absolutely not! Okay, no. All right, no. I know a couple lullabies. Um, they, they like, settle back in. A lullaby sounds good. 
A lullaby about what? One of the Neko Goblins turns its like focus on you very intensely for a second. Oh, Momo. well, I I think that June knows uh, lots of them. Maybe um, one about trees. There's a good there's a good one about trees. There's one about uh, about stars. Um, hmm. Trees and stars. Yes, yes. This is good subject matter. But who is the hero? Um, <laughs> they turn over uh, to you. The hero of the lullaby? Of the lullaby. Oh, the hero of the lullaby, he narrows his eyes, is a kitty. Yes, this is excellent. Excellent subject matter. Is there a happy ending? Uh, They sort of look and like one has a bow drawn. (laughs) The happiest ending. And like slowly... It undraws the bow. The Neko goblins like huddle together, um, and they're they're like in this huddle, uh, talking back and forth to each other. And like periodically, different Neko goblins will like pop their heads up and like look over you guys with like the most withering, condescending look <laughs> that a cat can possibly give. Oh, like, guys look cats. back down, just extremely suspicious physically uncomfortable um i need somebody to i guess yeah i'm gonna say it's it's intelligence plus spirit uh to convince them that this lullaby is the thing that they want and you've got a plus one because of everybody's contribution to like all right so who has the best take on this yeah that's That's better than yeah yeah No. That's 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 plus one is six. They rolled a three. <laughs> All right. Oh. Oh good. Oh yeah. So uh, they go. Yes. Yes. This lullaby will be acceptable trade for our rightful prize. They all. Uh, sit down on like their hindquarters mm-hmm. and they watch you with like just those big staring cat eyes ready for you to begin. I, I believe in order to pull off this uh, song with your fiddle, it is going to be dexterity plus spirit. Yes. And so begins the lullaby of Tree Cat and the Blanket of Stars. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, what a roll! 13! Almost a crit. Um, so he starts up this slow, wavery fiddle song. It's got the life of a fiddle, but it does sort of sway like a lullaby should. And Jack sings with a sweet voice, uh, the, the, the sort of voice of a person who's used to work, and the talking that they do is around work but has that soul of beauty hidden beneath that usually only peeks its way out during festivals and and during campfires, during the times where people make time for art and beauty. And you as his companions, like, you're just struck by who he is as a person and all being sort of laid bare. This farmer, ostensibly, and is going on this one journey in his life before he retires to his farm, but you you know that inside Jack somewhere is is the heart of a hero, and it shines through in this moment. The Neko goblins uh, sort of like sway in tune with the music, uh, their tails and heads moving back and forth. Um, 
a pleasant uh, like sigh on their face. A few of them light up pu- uh, pipes and uh, put catnip in those pipes, <laughs> yeah. and uh, they are just uh, sort of smoking uh, these pipes uh, with like long curls of smoke going over. Um, spreading that scent of catnip through the air. Um, it is a pleasant, uh, dreamy sort of atmosphere. And all of these Koneko goblins slowly like drift their way to sleep. Um, and uh, they go, this was a nice prize. Um, and they fall asleep. Uh, and you are left uh, with this substandard device uh, <laughs> for moving uh, this bit of iron, but you are no longer threatened by these Koneko goblins. I feel like Ichiro is like just laying on his back, arms flung out, mouth wide open, snoring at yep. this point, like <laughs> yes. 90 seconds into the song. <sighs> well, pro- we should probably let him... Yeah, let him take a nap. I'm not gonna lie. This... This thing is, isn't going to work very well, but it does look very cool. It looks really cool. He got the spikes so good. The good spikes. Yeah. Um, so I will say this. Um, I will let you guys uh, roll another strength check uh, using this device. In order to succeed on this strength check, you are going to need a 10 or more. Overall, if you cannot hit that, you will be tired dragging this thing just back to your campsite. You can also, if you tell me different ways that you're helping, I can give you uh, conditional bonuses. But it will be the role of one person uh, to drag this object. And uh, the whole party will gain the tired condition if you fail. Okay. Well, you've got rope. That's got still rope. good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm we sure there's to we strengthen could... it. Yeah, tie tie like a do do some macrame, get a little yeah, basket yeah. going around this guy. Yeah, no, some some crafting knots. We'll make a make a harness for it. Let's see, what else could we do? I mean, mm. I'm gonna need you to help with the directions. You still know your way around these forests better than anyone. Yeah, and 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 Ichi had you know he found some good paths down here, so I think we could follow most of them back up with this rock. Uh, yeah, that's fair. It's gonna be um, yeah. You'd be able to difficult. follow like the path of like a floodplain or like mm-hmm. an old muddy riverbed that might be easier to drag yeah. this through. Yeah, get get one of these big old banana leaves under it. Maybe it'll be a little slidey. And Ichiro can sit on it and enjoy the ride. And make it harder <laughs> to move, but Great. also stay out of the way. Please, just don't. I I think make overall, any hazards. That that she those ideas to me sound like they're worth a plus one bonus. Uh, cool. So yeah. who is going to make the strength agility roll to pull this thing? So I've got two sixes, which I think That's, we've established think is the good one. Yeah, I've got a six and a four. So and I've got a one shot die if you right, want cool. to. <laughs> oh, oh! So that's twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Uh, you you handily managed to make it. Uh, it is a tough journey uh, bringing this thing like the two miles out of the forest back to where you had initially set up camp. Um, but like this device, though, its construction is a little shoddy, does make it easier. At least you're dragging it instead of trying to straight up carry this heavy piece of pure iron all of the way. Um, 
it is a you know a, a tough tiring journey but you are not worn out by the end of it um and with that you know you also uh like have the opportunity i i think while while we're journeying of each of you may ask a question to this thing if you have any questions about it um so ichiro kind of wakes up finds himself sitting on this thing his hair's sticking out every which way and uh very disheveled sort of rubs the sleep from his eyes wow those spikes do look cool um, Mr. or Mrs. or other genie star metal. Uh, I have no sex nor gender. These concepts are alien to one such as I. Do you have a name? I have no function, therefore possess no name. Since I precede function, you may call me Starfall. As that is what I am, born in the heart of an ancient star, now dead in the cold reaches beyond your system, I have traveled to be shaped. Okay, I do have a question then, uh, Starfall. What kind of shape? What kind of shape do you think is cool? I have no preference of shape. I can be anything within me is carbon from beyond your stars, not unlike the carbon that makes up your hearts, your bones. We are brothers of stars, things crafted from the heat of dead things long ago. Together we can stand. Though you are weak and fleshy, I can make you strong. All of your endeavors, no matter how menial, can be made easier by my shape. Of course, all this talk of death and bone and mm-hmm. strength and standing, like Ichiro's just conjuring up this mental image of this fucking rad metal skeleton. Yeah. Um, so the sense that, that you guys get as, as you sort of extrapolate this is anything that can be made of metal can be made from this object and it will be a superior version of that. Uh... I've got a question for you. When you get shaped, is that the end? Will people not be able to hear you anymore? No. I will have a new function. Perhaps even a different personality. Right now, I am blank and formless, without purpose, apart from to be shaped. Not unlike a child. Interesting. (laughs) It says in a booming, spooky voice. (laughs) Not unlike a child. Star Starfall, did you decide to come here? I was drawn here. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. This world pulls. Many of my kind have been pulled before me. Now it is my time. I have come to land in the world of the great four dragons. I will be shaped by that world, and in turn, I will shape that world. Well, you're very big, so maybe we can find some things, some forms. Thank you. You are small. (laughs) Relatively, yes. That is true. So, there is nothing better than truth. 
I, I bet I bet we could make a lot of things, or someone someone could make a lot of things. You could make a lot of things out of them. And I'm not going to lie, I've been upfront about this so far. I am feeling a, a lot of personal attachment to Starfall here. Sure. Um, my first instinct is just like friendship bracelets, but that's not really a great function. But what if... Oh, yeah. We shaped him into a little bit of protective material for each of us. Yeah. Bond us together on our journey and keep our connection to our new friend. Huh? I like that. And and friendship bracelets don't take that much material. I bet we could get those out well, of it. Well, it's true. get those too. It is true. Yeah. Pretty small. Yeah. Or like a little charm. Oh, those would be so yeah. cute. Yeah, hold it together on the middle. Yeah. Ooh. So, um, what I am going to rule for this is uh, the, the random encounter that I rolled for you guys was a demon stone of meteoric iron. Um, and meteoric iron is just iron that has fallen from the stars that has its own, that thinks and talks and has its own personality. And the materials that you can get from defeating it are 8,000 gold worth of iron. So I think 8,000 gold worth of items can be made out of this thing. Cool. Um, So it's just a matter of getting it safely back to civilization, any place where it can be shaped. And the things that you make out of it are what you would want to make out of it. Cool. Also, I swear to God, James, if this space rock dies... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll be your fault, and it'll be a huge tragedy. Oh, God. <laughs> Brother Starfall, no! Well, yeah, that that's probably a little more practical than my idea of shaping it into a statue of friends. I mean, you could make it, like, when you said a metal skeleton, like, if you had somebody craft a metal skeleton out of it, it would just be its own autonomous being and take its own shape. Oh, shit, what up? <laughs> metal skeleton man. I would love to travel with a metal skeleton man. I, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm absolutely it. certain that a metal, a metal skeleton would be worth around 8,000 gold, so... Okay, yeah, but also well, friendship bracelets. Well, just, also a statue of friends. Yeah. Well, Ross... Joey, no. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, all the friends that yeah. we left in that last town, Chandler, yeah. but town. not Phoebe. Of course, you know Phoebe's Ichiro's favorite, though. <laughs> God, obviously, what a terrible favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, like you are at this campsite, and your heads are full of dreams of what you could make your friend into. Um, uh, Momo, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you. What are the closest towns? Ooh, okay. So, I, I think Actually, we... first I want you to roll this pink d6 and this red d6. Okay. The pink Uh-oh. d6 is going to be for population, and the red d6 will be for distance. Okay. <laughs> so, the closest town is extremely far away. It is at least two days worth of travel from you, and it is a very small village. Town is a generous term yeah, yeah for this, uh, this space. There um, is probably extremely limited metalworking capability in this small town that you could journey to. So things like the metal skeleton would probably be, on, yeah. be beyond your reach, though okay. you could just take it a longer distance um, to get there. Uh, yeah. And I think it is six days worth of travel. Six days worth of travel uh, because you have this new heavy object mm-hmm. and you're going to be moving slower 
uh, All right. than you normally would. Yeah, unless we happen upon that small town and their blacksmith happens to be some sort of weird skeleton enthusiast, he, I yeah. think we're going to need to go <laughs> jam farther. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's River Bottom, and I don't know. I haven't heard a lot about skeleton enthusiasm, particularly from that town. They're more into, like... Flesh, skin, organs. Yeah, yeah, and the only the only non non meat people. I you suppose. know, Grandpa is always they, said they, they're good at scarecrows. Oh, scarecrows are cool. Yeah, scarecrows it's are their cool. major export. Yeah. But you don't want a uh, middle scarecrow. No. But it you know, really Grandpa want. always said if you look deep inside yourself, there's a skeleton. What you might be able to do. Uh, is go there and get some sort of cart that will make journeying to mm-hmm. a larger settlement uh, much more possible. Yeah, we're definitely going to want to stock up on some supplies while we're there. I don't have that many rations if it's going to take yeah. us six days to get out there. They'll they'll have a little something. It won't be a great selection. Okay, you know but- they are they are near they are near the river, so they've got some stuff. Pe- people stop through. I'm surprised it hasn't grown. Much larger than that. I don't know. I don't know. It's a nice place. Not a bad area, you know. Yeah, good part of just good never part took of the country. Huh. Got a, they've got brain drain. There's a there's a streak of anti intellectualism, and everybody just leaves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Sounds good. Let's let's get over there. Maybe we can get ourselves right, a cat, well. or maybe right, some guys, sort of boat to take down the river. A rock boat? Yeah, I think they're gonna. There's gonna be bigger places down the river for sure. So. It'd be sad if this was the biggest place on the continent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. This two horse town. Also, horses are gross. I hate them. Yeah. <clears throat> they only have one horse. Okay. Um. So this is spring. So there is going to be a mild rain. Uh. During your six day journey. Yeah. Um, that is going to increase the difficulty number of your journey by one. Uh, this is because you're uh, crossing a Highlands area that has a base difficulty of eight. So you will need a nine to be successful. Nine as your difficulty. This is going to be a... Huh. Doesn't tell me... The exact stats, I guess I just determined those. So I'd say it's best uh, to break this journey down into two-day chunks. Um, And each chunk is going to test a different thing. And I'll have one of you be the lead roller for each of those things. Um, So I think the first chunk I want is going to be strength plus spirit. This is uh, getting used to the fact that you are lugging, like, a new heavy thing. One, two, three, not it. Uh, I've got a six and an eight for that. Same. Either of you would be a good candidate for it. All right. I guess I'll take the lead. All right. Uh, Trying to form more of a bond with Starfall. Getting to know him better Mm -hmm. as we're lugging him around. And that's 11. That's 11. Uh, So, yeah, that first two days uh, goes incredibly smoothly. Um, You know, we we see a montage of June pulling Starfall, like, across different grassy plains. We can see Ichiro using a sling to peg some sort of, like, woodchuck creature and grab it. We see you, like, frying up that creature to eat. 
uh, with dinner that has been uh, decorated like with, with, with sort of uh, different flowers and different leaves uh, that were grabbed by Momo. All edible. Um, yeah, it, it's just a a nice, sweet journey uh, that you guys uh, took together on, on those first two days. Um, the next two days, I am going to say will be... I'm going to say you will be entering uh, more challenging territory. So I need dexterity plus intelligence. I would be glad to do that. Mm-hmm. Find a safe path. Uh, that's a 10. That's a 10. You also make it. Perhaps it's it's mildly less easy than June's Day, but we come to a rocky grassland area that is just uh, peppered with, with hidden dangers uh, about the trail, like different sinkholes and whatnot. Starfall makes it all the more dangerous because it is, you know, 8,000 gold worth of iron. It's so heavy. So certain areas that you would normally be able to walk across, you just can't cross with Starfall. There are even like uh, edge case marshy areas that luckily I I think Ichiro is able to identify just through smell. Just goes, nope, that's rotten and muddy. We need to uh, go up and move around here. And, you know, some things like take longer but they are safer and because you trust Ichiro and and uh, his instincts uh, you are led through safely and whenever there's any ambiguity he'll just sort of go ahead and go directly into the danger and grappling hook his way out if if oh look can't go there that's going to kill us you're going to kill me Ichiro <laughs> the last area though these last two days between you and civilization or you and this podunk town this town is up against the edge of the forest uh there are a lot of hunters in this town Uh, there's a river connected to it so some trade uh you know flows down the river to here and and mostly they sort of trade furs and let's see i've got a town creation sheet so yeah yeah it it is it is like this uh marshland built around a river where they mostly trade meats and furs but it is incredibly small uh just as a settlement and place which also means there are monsters that roam around this area so it is going to take an intelligence plus spirit check for you to navigate your way around this area in a safe manner thing that Momo can do Nine. Nine. Nine, exactly. That is going to be enough to make it there safely. You know, after days and days of journey, your, your, your rations are, are dwindling down. Yeah. Uh, you guys are tired, but you've also made it. Uh, you've made it to Riverbottom. Riverbottom, this little podunk town on the edge of the world that they're is some trade that goes through here. So you might be able to find uh, what you're looking for. So you enter River Bottom. You enter like around morning. You can see that there is just a small collection of houses. And like in front of each one, there is a stall. Uh, there is a area of the river where uh, a rope has been set up and uh, boats that like uh, have that are all the way at the bottom of this river have to pull their way back along this rope against the current. 
there is like a magic spell uh, that sort of makes it so that this is an easier task. But generally, riverboat people navigate uh, breezily down the river one way on a raft, and uh, it requires a strong uh, shoulders and arms to pull your way back up. Uh, so, so the men and and women and uh, non-binary folks who travel the river are known for their like bulging arm muscles, and you, you like see that uh, there is a raft sort of floating in the distance towards this place, and everybody is like setting up their stalls. You can see all sorts of skins, furs, and hides that have like been dried out and hung up for display by these various shop owners in River Bottom, and there's like a, a bustling marketplace for this very small, small town. What do you guys do? Well, what do we well, have to trade? Um, each time we camped, I could have gone hunting and gotten some amount of some food that we could right. try to sell. That's about all I can do in terms of making money. Yeah, I can gather herbs and I have a little bit of money left over from the beginning. Yeah, generally, your uh, classes are tied to some sort of abilities that you guys have yeah. um, as as those classes. And, and some of those can make money. Yep. Um, um, we haven't defeated oh. any monsters, so I can't harvest from yeah. The that, other thing but... that you can do is take on labor. Yeah, I can um, offer healing services. I am r- robust. You're a little farm boy. Yep. I can also play I mean, music. This is this climbing. is Muscle Town, yeah. but maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um. I. I think. Uh. How, however, you guys want to do it. You. You can approach just a random shop person that you think might uh, have a cart or or something. You can perhaps uh, approach one of the river rats and see if you can buy passage up the river by trading a certain service. Yeah. I guess first we should figure out what's going to be faster, right? If it's going to be easy yeah. for us to take if, if we a want, raft if off the we river, want a cart, or yeah. it's going to be easy to take a cat. Yeah. Well, um, if we take the boat, though, and like something happens and Starfall falls out, like it will be so, so hard to get him out of the bottom of a river. Whereas if he fell on the ground, it would be not a big deal. That's a really You're good learning. point, Ichi. Ichiro makes a good point. I am extremely dense. Okay, so maybe not a raft. Learning about consequences, I like it. Um, I'm so proud of you. So a cart. So a cart, yeah. We should see if anyone is selling a cart. Hello, is there <laughs> anyone out here looking to sell a cart? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you look around at the various like different people. I, I think there are also not only are there woodsmen, uh, but there are loggers and carpenters, because we are right at oh, the sure. edge of a forest. Um, uh and I, I think there is uh, two men with, with, with thick tan skin, like uh, broad shoulders, uh, dressed in like loose clothing that allow, would allow them to move uh, and also keep them warm. Um, raise hands. Ha ha! You said you're looking for a product of wood? Well, you won't find any wood finer in anywhere in this area than ours. We go deep into the forest and we beseech the forest dragons for the finest trees oh. made of the strongest wood. Oh, that's really cool. That is real. That's that's wonderful. That's that sounds perfect. Uh yeah, we're we're hoping to to get a cart. 
Well, wonderful. Uh, not only are we fine woodsmen and loggers, they sort of like flex in front of you, but we're also excellent carpenters. And they sort of turn to like this glimmering array of different products that they have made from the wood that they have besieged of the wood dragons. So many sparkles. So many yeah. muscles. <laughs> A fine cart like this um and they sort of like uh show you an ox cart uh, it would need to be pulled by some sort of beast uh, beast of burden uh then they have like, like a, a chocobo hmm. yeah then then they have a uh hand cart that 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 uh, yeah. assemb- resembles more of a rickshaw uh they've got wagons and wheelbarrows like uh lots of fine different carts definitely um, something something smaller that that we could push or pull ourselves we don't have any animals with us not not that big anyway not to worry kids this rickshaw will do you fine uh even across the grasslands these wheels will hold steady and tight we've oh i can't remember the name of a person who makes wheels so damn well, what i mean like if cart uh carts are made by cartwrights yeah, okay. Uh, so I assume they may also make yeah. the wheels. Uh, there is a fine cartwright who gave us this design. Uh, it, it should be able to take you across any grassland with relative ease. All we need, and they say this in unison, is 300 gold! Do you want me to go ahead and roll and see how much no. food that I've produced that I could trade? Or um, like over the course of the yeah, journey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you said th- it was six days, Yeah, right? I think the solution uh, will probably be closer to uh, you You will have to mm. go out and hunt a monster down. But uh, I like the idea of this mitigating the threat that you need to encounter. Yeah, like how much of a monster. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so what... As we traveled, what was the uh, topography difficulty? Uh, the topography difficulty was nine. Was what? Nine. Nine. Okay, well, let me see. Six six days worth. This might be like nothing, because that's actually not very easy hunting. But first day, nothing. Second day, nothing. <laughs> Third day, one. Fourth day, nothing. Fifth day, nothing. Sixth day... Two. What do you mean? Uh, so uh, D10s. I have three rations worth of food that I have managed to scare up over the course of us getting here. Okay, uh, so it is meager. Um, you're like sort of looking through your pockets, and you really don't have. Uh, you have like a bird. I have eaten entirely too much. Yeah. I am ten. I never stop eating. I'll eat your row. You didn't save any of it? A little... Well, that's okay. I mean... Yeah, I don't know how much food is worth, actually, but... I, I think that is going to be, like, 50 gold. It okay. is not going to be enough to afford the cart on its own. It will make a tiny, tiny little dent. So I can look for healing herbs. The cost of failure is that I get poisoned. <laughs> so... Because you got to test them, figure out what they are. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think that's not a thing that Momo's going to do every day, then. Um, skill effect, find a single healing herb. Yeah, I like the flavor text herbs. that... So let, let's say she tried Ichiro twice. Ichiro was more successful than it seems in hunting. It's just that he ate all the good stuff already. And it is with the terrain. So what, I'm trying to beat the terrain difficulty? Uh, yep. Ugh. Eight? Eight. Not quite. Oh, an it's another Eight. <laughs> Close, but no fumble cigar. afflicted with poison, six. Yeah, but you haven't fumbled. You haven't that's, fumbled. That's, that's, that's double oh, one. Oh, oh, that's oh, double fum- one. Fumble's worse. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. So just nothing. 
Um, well, no. you had one more day, right? Or one more journey uh, segment. Oh, sure. I yeah. can do all three. One more fumble I thought, I thought risk it was a little too. more risky than that. Okay, That's ten. That's ten. Okay. Found, so found. you did find some healing herbs. Oh, so it's not a critical, right? That would be two sixes? Yeah. Okay, two so sixes. just one. Just one. So early. just one. Okay. Um, so you, you've got about 50 goals worth yeah. of, like, herbs uh, collected from the grasslands. It, it's definitely not enough to afford the cart, sure. but, like, you might be able to, to trade it to these gentlemen. Uh, Talking down Let's a see. Well, kids... We've pulled like a bird and some herbs in our pocket lint and like spare um, coins. Huh. But we did collect this with the fire of our spirit in this, the passion of our youth. We, this potato looks like huh? a face. And you can see one of uh, the gentlemen behind him has like st- uh, tears streaming down his eyes. <laughs> you are on your journeys, are you not? Yes. Venturing forth into the world to make your fortune. It is the great privilege of everyone born in this land to take on such a journey. What men would we be if we did not help you in your journey? Mean ones? Exactly. Real rude boys. That is not not the sort of behavior of anyone from Riverbottom. No. Riverbottom boys were here to help. I will offer you this. If you will go gather some materials for us, we will trade you the cart. Okay, and where would we find that? That is in uh, the grasslands and areas surrounding these woods. Uh, We will take one of two things. Uh, You can either gather for us fur of a hungry mole or... Feathers of a griffin. Ooh. Either one should be an acceptable trade for the value of the cart. And to help you on your journey, we'll purchase those uh, uh, herbs from you for 50 gold. Okay. What do you say, kids? Let's do it. Wonderful. Uh, All you need do is seek down those uh, materials and return to us with them. And be careful. Griffins and moles can be dangerous creatures. Sure. All right. It's a deal. And Ichiro spits in his hand to shake hands with one of these men. And I assume his entire body is lifted off the ground with che- with each pump of the handshake due to the massive muscle arms. Yeah. I, I think you do that handshake and uh, it turns into a picture as like... <laughs> This first bit of your journey is complete as you uh, make a deal with these men. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry, we'll be back next week with more Ryutama. In the meantime, please head over and support A Woman with Hollow Eyes on Kickstarter. It's One Shot's first dramatic campaign, and I am so excited to bring it to life. If you want a better idea of what we might be offering through a dramatic campaign, check out our character building and development mode play sessions over on Twitch or One Shot's YouTube page. The Kickstarter ends this Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time, so this is the last time I'll be able to remind you on the podcast to back. Thanks to everyone who backed already. I cannot wait to make this series. If you're looking to listen to some other great actual play shows, check out Warda. 
Warda is an original fantasy actual play podcast created by Ali Grauer and Drew Merzieski. It's one part Game of Thrones and two parts Downton Abbey, served on the rocks with a twist of Agatha Christie. Discover magic, mystery, and more than a little socio-political commentary along the way. The city holds thousands of stories. What will yours be? As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week I want to talk about protections for our national monuments and native land. Recently, Trump announced a plan to reduce the size of Bears Ears and Grand Staircase Escalante by 85 and 45 percent, respectively. It's a galling appropriation of public land, made worse by the fact that the monuments in question are sacred to Native Americans. There's also a good chance that Trump does not have the legal authority to do this, based on the Antiquates Act of 1906. Thankfully, there are already Native groups standing up to challenge Trump and protect this land. But they need your help. The only way Trump can get away with this is if no one acts, which is why I need you to call your representatives and let them know that this is not acceptable. I found this issue summary, along with contact information for my representatives, and a script to read while I'm on the phone over at fivecalls.org. That's the number five, calls.org. Calling is quick, easy, and it will be a huge help in preserving public land. OneShot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach and engage Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find a new show, check out Blurry Photos. Blurry Photos humorously sheds light on the shadowy topics of the world, from cryptozoology and the paranormal to conspiracies and the unexplained. Dave and David want you to learn something weird. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! Okay.